Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. As always, I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni. And it is the end of the season, so we're here to recap state and talk a tiny bit about some off-season opportunities. Um, not a long list of stuff to go through today, but important list or important topics to go through. Like I said, it's state. <clears throat> so we went down Thursday, uh, started on Thursday morning, and had the early sessions there. I guess don't really need to recap anything for practice. It was a really short week of practice. <laughs> so <clears throat> I guess dive in Thursday. Everybody competed Thursday. Everybody started out Friday morning. So uh, I guess we'll just dive right into state. Okay. You say, I don't know if you go by, I mean, if you go by day, by day, that's. Whatever you want to do, by day, by weight, by however, which. I guess if we want to go by weight. Probably by, yeah, probably weight. It's, all right, you know, so. I, I you bounce all over the place, but, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, easier to follow. But uh, I guess you pull up here. Start, start off with the lowest weight or yeah, somewhere in the middle. Pretty easy. We could start off with Kale. Let's we'll start at the, at the bottom of the list and go up as far as um, weights. Um, you know, it's no question. Uh, Kale being a state champ. Um, a great weekend uh, for him. And, um, you know, looking uh, at, at some of the matchups, there, they were, uh, you know, the first first day on, on Thursday, uh, no problem at all. You know, a couple quick pins and get to the semifinals. And, and uh, you know, Drew Garfield from Central City, uh, you know, very good wrestler. I, I think he ended up fourth uh, mm -hmm. in, his, in his weight. Um, you know, it was uh, uh, the last time uh, Kale teched him. Uh, this time they were ready, weren't, weren't going to let him uh, run any arm bars. And, and uh, you could tell they, based off a couple of things, off how they were coaching him. And, uh, you know, during the match, you could hear it. And, and, uh, and also saw what he was doing. He was uh, basically holding, grabbing hands underneath and just trying not to get turned. And, um, you know, so uh, it was difficult to get a, get some turns on him and um yeah i know we did indicate hey let's uh, let's cut him and kale wanted to ride him um probably because the last time he was able to turn him uh you know several times but uh um they they were ready and they were trying to keep it close and see what can happen and and try getting on top and uh, actually they did pretty good uh, you know garfield did pretty well on top but for a while uh you know he got kale's arms behind his back and was cranking some and you know get or some powerhouse, but uh, fortunately, Kale was able to get out of all that, and um, you know, end up getting some reversals, and but uh, end up winning nine to one, um, closer than we like it to be. But uh, it's hard to complain nine to one in a state semifinals for anybody. But um, yeah, I, th I think if I had to do it over over again, and I know Kale said the same thing, he'd probably uh, take him down a couple more times uh, to loosen it up and and widen the score a little bit. Um, then get to the, uh, the, the state finals there. Um, you know, had Caden Swoboda. We, uh, wrestled him a couple times already, um, uh, you know, at Boys Town and then at Districts and Districts, they did a nice job of, uh, slowing things down and making takedowns more difficult. So, uh, we had to look at making some adjustments for that too. And we've been working on a couple things and, and, uh, but, uh, 
Um, the match started out uh, pretty much the same as as uh, Boys Town. Kale getting some good takedowns on him, some hard cuts, and um, you know, r- really starting to control the match. And then Swoboda kind of got, uh, uh, you could see it was breaking, and all of a sudden, some weird things started happening about that time. <laughs> uh, in the in the starting about the middle of the second period or so, um, you know, Kale's doing a hard cut, and never seen this happen before, but. Uh, all of a sudden, I was like, I said, "What's Kale doing? He's kind of bouncing his head on the mat. Why, why is he doing that?" And I'm thinking, you know, be careful there. Have to get called for something. Then Kale lets his hand off the mat, and the head's still bouncing off the mat. <laughs> uh, so Boda was bouncing his own head off the mat, trying to. I think he was trying to get the official to think that uh, Kale was doing it, and 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 get some unsportsmanlike or something. And that was kind of strange. I mean, it's just kind of funny when Kale lifted his hand up; his just head kept bouncing a couple times, and. and uh, I fortunately, I think the officials recognized that and didn't call anything. And well, they called him stalling shortly after that too, because he wasn't getting up. He was just kind of staying down there, right? <clears throat> and so, um, you know, that was that was kind of interesting. And uh, then going to the third period, they choose top, and I, you know what I expected because he's a he's a very tough rider on top, and um, and that's what they did also when we were at Boys Town and and at districts is you know they chose top when when it's their choice because. Um, I mean, shoot, Kale's just dominating on his feet, and and uh, you know, on 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 top, Kale can cut him or or work him over however he wants. So their best chance is is to hopefully get some kind of turn. Um, so he's on top, and and uh, you know, and Kale just about got out of time or two, but uh, he was able to keep him down. Then then he's kind of getting frustrated and some nice good cross faces. One was a little too much. <laughs> yeah, we got a penalty for that. But something else interesting was happening there, and and uh, the crossface. And I, you know, I, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but uh, kind of looked peculiar that uh, he was sticking his arm in Caleb's mouth on the crossfaces. Um, you know, and that's uh, uh, kids have done that, and hoping and and others have bitten down on if Caleb would have, would have bitten down on his arm. He could have came up and and showed the ref and and disqualified Kale right there and won a state title that way. But hopefully that wasn't the case with the what he was doing. But it was just kind of peculiar. I know I one time he came up and he looked at his own arm and I'm thinking, oh, what you know with those cross faces, what happened there? And mm-hmm. you know, and after the match, Kale was saying, yeah, he's sticking his arm in my mouth. And <laughs> and so uh, I think he's trying to, you know, trying to. I, he couldn't beat him, so he's trying to find a way to to win that match, and that's hopefully that's not the case. But uh, that was just kind of strange. And but uh, you know, a nice win for Kale. Um, finishes a uh, you know, season at forty two and zero, and and uh, state champion. So uh, you know, great, uh, great for him. Um, then we go on to uh, one thirteen. Um, you know, with AJ. Uh, you know, first first match starts off uh, with a good, you know, with a win, quick pin, and um, you know, so things are going real well there. And and then uh, second match comes up, and and he's got uh, Laszlo from Lexington, and and uh, we knew from last time that that's uh, that's going to be a uh, you know a tough match, but we won last time two zero, thinking that uh, um, hopefully we we should be able to win it again. Um, tried looking at our film from last time, and unfortunately, 
Uh, they must have been filming someone else and came over and just got the end of the match and that uh, AJ had, so we didn't get a chance to look too much at what we did in the past. But uh, um, unfortunately, I ended up losing that one 4-1, to one, and uh, really the last takedown was kind of more um, – you know, trying to make something happen and 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 even working a go behind and kind of combination trying to make something happen and get getting a little risky and 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 also not necessarily the best technique on on his go behind and and you know and maybe that was because he was trying to rush things so I so I don't know there but anyhow so uh, you know unfortunately lost that one uh, you know it's kind of frustrating because we thought we had a chance uh, to with uh, AJ to move on. I mean, he, he's one of those guys that uh, uh, there's probably four, maybe five guys in there that uh, uh, any one of those could win uh, state. And, and uh, we felt AJ was one of those guys. And, um, you know, and certainly looking at the scores uh, he was, because, uh, you know, that Laszlo only lost by, uh, says by two, I thought it was by one, but, uh, uh because you know, I thought there was a locked hands at the end, and maybe the score was wrong. Because we were actually wrestling when I kind of peeked over there once, and and uh, and also they may have cut him too uh, at the end. But uh, you know the semifinal match between Court and La- Laszlo, but uh, um, and that's probably what happened. Because I remember it was five five, and I saw locked hands, and and you know, but it, and that was kind of a little break between AJ's match. Uh, yeah, they and, threw the they cut him there at the last with like two seconds left. Okay, so, <clears throat> so. anyhow, yeah, basically, the locked hands was was a difference between uh, you know Laszlo going in overtime and maybe winning that. So uh, you know he's certainly up there with those top four. So I definitely there's t- five of them could win it, and um, you know we we're hoping AJ would be have a chance there. Uh, but uh, so we had a, had a wrestle back, and, and it, it's. You know, it's not easy wrestling back, and and there's some quality individuals that uh, AJ had to beat too coming back. And um, you know, the first match, uh, you know, an interesting match. I mean, they, uh, certainly we thought that uh, we're much better, and end up only winning three two. The kid, um, you know, was pretty defensive and hard to score on him. But uh, uh, you know, you're at the state tournament, and kids they step up and they they wrestle hard. So. Uh, you know, we ended up uh, uh, getting that win, so that was that was good. And sometimes that you need that first win after you take a loss at state, especially when you have high goals, uh, to really start uh, uh, feeling better about yourself. And and the dis- disappointment goes away. Uh, you know, so many times you see a guy with high expectations or, or goals lose and then just uh, collapse after that. But nice job, AJ, getting that first win, and then. And certainly had a, another tough opponent. Sydney Kid's very tough. Um, uh, if I remember right, his dad said that uh, we beat him at Lexington. That was the first time he's ever beaten him. So uh, now he's got two wins over him, and that was uh, a better. You know, AJ wrestled real good, nine to two win, good solid win. Um, then uh, the next match came to a returning state runner-up, Aaron's from Northwest, and. Um, you know, very dangerous type of wrestler. Uh, you know, he, he does have some good stuff, has some good doubles, but uh, he also likes to do a lot of funk and um, things that, you know, high flyers and neck wrenches and splaydles and all kinds of things that if, uh, you know, if you're not quite in position that he can catch you right and, 
and all of a sudden you're in your back getting pinned and um you know but uh you know just uh just told aj just wrestle good solid technique that always always wins over that and and just, but you got to be aware of it so you don't relax sometime and all of a sudden you're laying on your back and wondering what's going on but a good win there got a nice takedown towards the end to win it uh, we were actually tied in the third period and, and uh you know two to two and and uh, uh going into the third period and so we're thinking you know we, we did just get a takedown a nice takedown and uh to tie it up that uh, put it at two two and um and so well was it a takedown anyhow no we are not got to takedown in the like pretty much right away into the third period okay yeah he, okay. <clears throat> he was down 2-0 all right so yeah we got a takedown we felt that uh um you know we we tried riding a little bit and and see what happened and um because we're concerned whether we'd be able to hold him down for that entire time uh we don't want him to get an escape with just a few seconds left and and uh, we lose so um, we took a little bit of chance. There was, there was plenty of time to go, and we felt that uh, uh, you know that uh, the Northwest kid was was uh, wearing down, and and uh, we felt we were in better shape. That uh, um, you know, I thought the shots were there, and, and uh, so AJ did get a nice shot. Uh, um, you know, Aaron's did try some kind of funk, and AJ was able to catch him there and hold him there, uh, and is able to get the takedown. I know their coaches weren't. Uh, they're concerned that there was a that uh i mean we held him on his back for a while and and uh um in from the neutral position because the kid was trying to roll through but and but aj had his head popped up just enough to hold i would say that it'd be a takedown but their coaches didn't agree with it but we also didn't agree with one of the calls came earlier on their takedown out of bounds mm-hmm. so kind of two equal things were um you know very close you know they got a takedown early that was very close and and i wouldn't say questionable but um you know just it could go either way the call and kind of same thing for us so it was it was even but anyhow good win over a returning state runner-up um for aj and that put him in a third place match against lazlo again so uh you know here we go we're gonna wrestle him again and and we knew he's tough and uh you know one one nice thing that about uh uh, nowadays with, with track wrestling is um and they videotape all these matches uh see back in the old days you couldn't videotape it was actually actually illegal to videotape and view um review a match uh during the tournament no yeah you did. Turn- at the end of every day they would announce you know teams please turn in your videotape or whatever you'd hear that throughout the end of each d- session so uh <laughs> you, you couldn't in the past but they took that they took that rule out completely so that was good um and so we we're able to, to look at the last film and, and watch some of the things they were doing um you know laszlo was doing because they made some adjustments from from lexington and based off how we wrestled him and but uh, uh we saw all those adjustments also gave us an opening for some other shots and so um you know aj did a nice job he, he you know he's a very coachable kid and and uh you know and uh you know experienced enough to to be able to uh, hit those shots and and uh, he did and and uh uh did a real nice job and really dominated the match and pin, ended up pin, getting a pin in in the second period so uh you know 
great finish for AJ to come back and get third. Um, you know, and he, like I said, he's right there with those guys. Uh, you know that uh, next year, you know, certainly his his goal, I'm sure, is to be a state champion, and that's what it was this year. But uh, hopefully, that gives him that fuel to uh, to, to uh, add to the fire to come back next year and I mean keep working hard in off season and come back and win a state title. So um, next we uh, you have Hunter Anderson. Um, Hunter's you know sophomore first time down at state um gets a real tough draw the stride sorry, right. <laughs> yeah a, a rough draw yeah rough uh, draw state runner up well rough uh, i guess all pun intended mm-hmm. <laughs> paul ruff is a kid's name and anyhow uh so that that's a tough one right away and, and loses that one but um has a chance to to get a win the next day um you know over an opponent that's uh, you know, pretty similar in, in records and stuff, and uh, but uh, and, and really that's how the match went. A real close match. Uh, you end up losing by two points, and and uh, uh, you know, there's a couple little things there for for Hunter to to learn from and, and develop. I mean, he's one of those guys, and, and we got uh, a few of those um, sophomores that. Uh, uh, you know that started in middle school and are just starting to figure things out and and athletically you could see they're there um you know you got hunter anderson you got hunter thompson who wasn't a state qualifier but similar type of season and and uh um you know jake steyer and and, and a few other of our uh, sophomores are, are kind of at that point where um they're starting to wrestle well but uh, the technique needs to catch up and and uh and stuff like that so that's where hunter's at and hopefully uh, that adds some again some fuel to his fire to to work hard in the off season and improve his technique and uh he does that he's going to go a long way someday for us um so really that's that's it for hunter there um then you go up to 132 uh with matthew coe and uh you know, Matthew, he gets a tough draw, too. The number one kid ranked in the state. Uh, it could end up getting upset, but uh, uh, still came back and got third place. And, and really, uh, um, I thought Matthew wrestled him very well. Uh, I thought he had a takedown in the first period. Uh, officials didn't, didn't agree, unfortunately. Um, not sure what they're looking at, but uh, in the end, it didn't make a difference. But... Uh, uh, Anyhow, it was still zero to zero, and, and uh, getting late, because you know, Matthew chose down in the second period, uh, you know, couldn't quite get out. Just about got out of time or two, and and I knew this, uh, you know, as Hunter Gilmore, you know, uh, very well. He actually uh, trained in our uh, uh, freestyle club for for a couple years way back, and uh, so we know know about him, know his uh, parents real well. Uh, you know, real good people, and but uh, when we had had Hunter at in our club, he we got him to third place at regionals, North Plain regionals, and um, he ended up going somewhere after that. And, uh, I don't think he ever finished third again in regionals. So <clears throat> maybe he should have stuck around. <clears throat> anyhow, I, 
uh, we, so we knew him real well and knew that he had a real tough half. He, he likes to put an arm bar in and re- very tough half that if he gets that, it's, it's uh, lights out. And unfortunately, he did get that real late in the third period. Um, or I mean, second period. Uh, you know, but we had since since it was tied to or zero zero. I thought that you know Matthew does a pretty good job of getting out, working off the bottom. Uh, this year and he did come close several times but just didn't quite get it and then finally Gilmore got that half at arm bar and half and got the turn and got the pin with five seconds left in the period but uh, uh, anyhow wrestling very tough and you know if we got to third period probably been on top and you know I you know maybe we get a turn there Matthew's pretty good at some tilts that's what we're going to try going for and and catch him in a tilt or something and, and score some points and maybe steal a win but had to survive, but uh, anyhow, battled him very tough. Uh, and then uh, Matthew had uh, this Peckham from Sydney who's been ranked, uh, you know, several times this year and uh, pretty decent wrestler. And Matthew actually beat him at, uh, at uh, Lexington, so uh, we were comfortable. We had a good chance there. And, and uh, uh, Matthew uh, did get the win and got the pin. Uh, then he moved on to... Uh, Russell uh, Jackson from uh, Le- from Columbus Lakeview, who was a runner-up in our district, and uh, end up uh, getting fifth. So, uh, unfortunately, Matthew fell short there, two to zero, lost two to zero there. Um, you know, battled real tough again. Um, and you think about it, I, you know, he had two state medalists that beat him, and they only scored. Uh, well, two points total. I mean, the one obviously would have scored some if he wouldn't have got the pin, but but really only two score, scored two points on him, and and maybe if he got off his back, three more. So a total of five points the entire tournament on him by two state medalists, and just couldn't quite uh, get through to that medal. But uh, sometimes uh, draws go against you, and sometimes they're for you. So uh, you know, but real proud of how he battled and and. Uh, uh, you know, ended up the season with 35 wins, and you know, thinking back his freshman year, who had ever thought that Matthew would have 35 wins? Um, you know, so he, he just came a long ways, and um, you know, that that you know, saying who would think of that doesn't mean anything bad about. It. That's not saying anything bad about him, but just that's more to the compliment to where where he's how far he's came and what what he's done for the team and and everything. <clears throat> Uh, okay, next we have uh, <clears throat> um, Robert, Robert coming up at 138. Just to clear my throat here. You got to have to speak up, Craig, here, because uh, well, we had yell, Robert yell, at 138. <clears throat> yelling all weekend. Uh, yeah. The voice kind of goes after a while. Well, he started off with the Alliance kid. Um, I don't know much to. Yeah, the Lions kid was a state medalist two years ago, <clears throat> and last year uh, was injured. So you know he's not a returning medalist, but as far as last year goes, but he was two years ago. So um, and there's, uh, uh, there's okay the Johnsons from Alliance know them very well. <clears throat> as far as some of the wrestlers, he had some brothers are very good, and, and he's very good. So uh, you know, again, a, a tough draw for Robert. Um, I thought he wrestled him pretty well. Lost eleven to five. Uh, it was actually pretty tight uh, late in the match, and gave up some gave up a three near fall. And 
It looked like we were about, I think we were down by one or, I think we were down by two at that time. And <clears throat> looked like we were going to get out the score. And, and unfortunately, Robert's head was too close to his knee and the guy locked up a cradle and, and, and put him on his back for three points. But um, to kind of open it up a little bit and end up losing by six then. But uh, uh, I thought he wrestled him well. Unfortunately, it didn't uh, work out. And, and then uh, the next match, um, had this Hastings kid. I, you know, I wasn't in the corner there because I was over with someone else at that time. Um, but I did notice. I think the score was. It looked like I think the score was tied. Um, in fact, yeah, I think it was four four. Uh, and then uh, the kid hit a high flyer on on Robert. Robert is in a nice shot. Um, you know, it was something that we worked on prior to uh, the duels, state duels. When we wrestled them, because we knew that uh, that kid liked some of that funk and junk. That if you know on a high flyer, it's just one of those things where you, your opponent hits a, gets a, on a high crotch or something, and and they just they dig their arms underneath and lower level, and they kick you through. And and uh, if you don't, I mean, if you wrestle a good solid technique and flutter the legs, they're just going to end up on their back. But uh, if they catch you before you get to that position and 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 again, like I said earlier, uh, that if you're not you're just a little bit sloppy, then yeah, they can catch you and pin you. And but Robert didn't get pinned, but uh, you know that was five point move that uh, uh, you know obviously changed the match that late. There's nothing you could do about that. So just kind of got caught there because I because I thought that he he would have a, a fair chance in his next match against Court. You know because uh, I was watching him, kind of scouting him out. Because uh, you know, I knew there's a possibility we might run into him, and I thought he could have got a, another, a match away from Medellin and and uh, and see what happens there. But uh, anyhow, just uh, sometimes you get caught in things that if you're not ready. But Robert had a great career for us, and and I thought he wrestled well overall. Just um, you know, those things happen. But uh, uh, you know, obviously a hundred match winner in his career for us. Uh, I think he was the 30th wrestler in our history to do that. That's that's you know that's a lot of wins and and really helped our teams over the over the seasons for him. So then we got Colby Puck comes up. Um, you know his draw again. You know that that was um, you know certainly a winnable one, but uh, you know I I did have some concerns about it. Uh, you know, because when the last time we beat him, uh, you know, in the state duels, um, you know, Colby wrestled very well, and I, I thought he scored some, you know, some points in some places where, uh, you know, he just kind of caught the guy, and and uh, uh, you know, that you're not going to get some of those most, you know, very often. It's going to be pretty rare. So I thought the score would be a lot closer, and it was a very close match. Um, Colby was winning fairly late, and uh, kid got to take down to win it, and um, you know, unfortunately, that uh, made things tough for him after that. But uh, uh, you know, he was going to have a tough road anyhow to, to medal. I mean, he's he's got a pretty solid bracket, but like some chances that he had there, if he was if he'd have won that first match, it would I think it would have made things just a, just a little bit easier, um, you know. But un unfortunately, it did. Uh, it didn't happen, and and I don't know. I, I haven't. Heard, I've heard a few things that you know some of these kids don't tell you, 
Um, you know, his, his back's bothering him, and I guess it was bothering him some this week. And I hear these things after the state tournament. You know, it'd be nice to know these things in advance or during during the week when we can do things at practice to kind of help help uh, alleviate some problems that maybe get some treatment or something like that. But uh, anyhow, I am, I'm sure he won't use that as an excuse, and I'm not using that as an excuse either. But um, I don't I don't think he was quite 100%. And I know definitely his last match I could tell he was having trouble with uh, – you know, something happened that tweaked his back some, and he was having some trouble. The official even wanted wanted to give him some an injury time, but he refused it. So, um, you know, tough kid. Sometimes they just try fighting through things. Sometimes yep. you need to learn to, during the week, talk to us. Yeah. Well, after that, he had that Samuelson, after his first match, he had that Samuelson from Hastings on the way back. and Yeah, and, and Samuelson's pretty tough. So I was concerned – at that point, you, again, like I said with uh, AJ, um, you know, a guy's hopes and dreams are, are smashed. Um, you know, Kobe was one of those that was picked that, that could go deep into the tournament and possibly make the finals, and and I agree with that. And you look at the the results that, you know, that Samuelson only lost by two to Stokey from Ogallala, and I, I, I think – you know, scouting, I thought we had some chances at a few things. I knew the Ogallala kid was tough and, you know, scouted out uh, Seward. And I thought, you know, there's thought there some chances there to, to get through. Uh, even if not, uh, um, we'd have an easier side on the backside the other way to get in a state medal. Um, but uh, just didn't turn out that way, unfortunately. But uh, he but he did come back and wrestled great. I mean, that's Hamilton. It was a two-point match at the state duels. Colby uh, took it to him, and and uh, it was eleven to two win here, at the state tournament, and and uh, then he had that Plattsmith kid again. That uh, uh, every one of those matches, I think he he's won by four points, and he he beat him again by four points. So, and that was a dangerous one too. That you you know you wrestle him a couple times, and um, I mean you think mostly that uh, kids are uh, you know, when you win you're going to win again, but you know sometimes in you know teams they scout you out when they figure things out um yeah and that's that's kind of what we do too and and uh if they can stop something and uh you know if Kobe's not 100 percent either that maybe loses that but he did a nice job of winning that and uh then he ran into a tough one <clears throat> just Talmadge from Ralston uh he he's been a state medalist before and finished third here um and fortunately that was to get a state medal and end up losing that one and uh, that's where that's where he was his back where they could tell was, was starting to hurt quite a bit and so um <clears throat> unfortunately he didn't uh didn't get a medal but uh, uh you know he wrestled you know outside that one match um you know he wrestled great and and uh um you know and the, the kids that beat him are certainly solid kids and uh you know and he had a great career too for us and uh, you know, came came a long way throughout his career, you know, from his freshman to his senior year, and, and again scored a lot of points, and and uh, you know, part of that senior class that really, uh, I, I think, uh, in my opinion, brought back the, uh, well, I'm trying to, how do you put it, the team chemistry or whatever that uh, we always, uh, you know, the trying to think, what what is the term there, the culture that is it. 
the, the culture that, that we've been used to for many, many years, um, you know, I, I think it changed a little bit for, for a while that, you know, even though, you know, we didn't want it to, but sometimes, um, uh, you know, it just depends on the kids, but, uh, these guys brought it back to where we want it. And, and as far as, uh, closeness of the team and treating kids right. And as far as from not just your own friends, but your freshmen, sophomores, everybody, and the whole culture of the program, the work ethic and everything. And these guys, and he was part, big part of that. And, and uh, along with all the seniors, I mean, I, not just him, but, um, you know, and he had a lot of, won a lot of matches this year and big part of our team getting third and fourth at this, at the state tournaments. Um, and since they've started the state duels, I mean, that's the highest we finished in both tournaments combined. So something they, that seniors should be proud of. And, and Colby, again, big part of that, being a senior captain, too. Um, so next uh, going on. Um, yeah, Luke next, I think. <clears throat> yep. Um, jumping all the way to 182. Had a little break in there for a while. Gave us Go time on. to go get some lunch on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, Luke had a great tournament, uh, just a great tournament. Uh, uh, you know, he, he pinned all three of his opponents getting into the finals and, and, uh, um, you know, the first one was, was probably expected. Um, but the next one you had Hanson from Blair and, and he had a, like a, at, at EMC, uh, I think it was a four point match or something he won there and, and, uh. Uh, you know, Hanson's been rated all year long, so, uh, you know, certainly a quality opponent that we had to be concerned about. And, you know, I know Luke won, so we were comfortable that we thought we could win it, but there's always a little bit of nervousness. And, uh, but Luke did a great job, just dominated and pinned, pinned him, and, which is fantastic. And um, and then uh, next he had this Markson from, from Skyler. Uh, you know, heard things about him. We hadn't seen him all year yet. Uh uh, you know he, he's athletic and and had a very good record too. I mean he, he had over 40 wins uh, going into the match, and so um, you know very tough opponent as there should be in the semifinals. And and uh, Luke just dominated him and pinned him uh, real quick. And and uh, you know and that's and that's a pretty good opponent because uh, he ended up getting fourth. Uh, you know so he came back and won some matches and. So great job getting in the finals. And um, then the finals, you know, we kind of had some tough draws this year as far as our, our top guys. Um, you know, we, it, as far as looking at what uh, Luke and, and Garrett both had, uh, you know, both had uh, Division One recruits. And, you know, and so he had Pape from Hastings who's going on to wrestle Division One and, and recruited Division One and, um, you know, Fargo All-American, so very tough kid. <coughs> well, and then you think about the state duels, you know, Luke had got in on good shot and Pape was able to scramble out. And, you know, at the state duels in the end, you know, Pape was able to pin Luke. So, yeah, know. I think that was more of Luke made a mistake. Yeah. He got caught and pinned. And, and uh, but still, you don't, you know, it's one of those things you're looking at, okay, the, the quality of this opponent and i mean pape didn't last he, he beat ever pinned everybody in a minute 12 or less 
Uh, I mean, two of them were 33-second pins. So yep. just dominating guys. And so uh, we're like, all right, this is going to be a tough one. Um, you know, but uh, one thing about Luke is that mentally he's pretty tough. He's Nothing bothers him. No, He's not afraid of, of the guy's name or what he's done or, you know, his reputation. I mean, he's going to go out and wrestle you. And, uh, and he did. He wrestled a great match. Um, end up losing seven to five. I know it's he's not happy about that, but uh, um, he, you know and it's something we talked about. It says you know you just like him and the other guys. This is fuel on on the fire that uh, uh, if you want to be a state champ or you know do better next year, or you, you know you got to step it up. And yes, Pape is gone, but uh, there's plenty of other guys coming back, and you don't know who uh, you know might drop down from Class A or move up from Class C. That's that's a stud or something i mean you you got to keep getting better uh if you want to be a state champ plus you know um there's there's some sophomores that are not too bad in that weight class yeah that Papinow and ballard both sophomores and um i know ballard gave him a pretty good match at at districts and um right yeah yeah you know both are good athletes and, and that boys town kid uh, mm -hmm. ballard uh very athletic and and uh probably pretty raw I, mm -hmm. to me that's the one that probably would, if anybody would concern me the most um you know as athleticism um you know that uh, uh he's probably like some of our guys just just new to wrestling and as he figures out he's got to watch out so uh, luke's gonna have to work uh, keep working hard and and uh you know to get back get on top of the stand but Great job, though, getting state runner-up as a sophomore at 182 pounds. You know, that's a that's a man's weight class and you know, usually dominated by juniors and seniors, and, and he's just a sophomore and, and gave one of the top guys in the in the uh, all-class in the state everything he could handle and, um, you know, and even got a nice compliment from him on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I think – I don't know if you saw that, but mm – -hmm. uh, Yep. But uh, – you know, Pape is after, uh, you know, Husker Matt had tweeted out how, that uh, uh, McDonald did a nice job wrestling Pape, you know, close match, about as good as anybody's going to wrestle him all year long. And, you know, and Pape gave out a nice compliment that, that Luke's, Luke's tough. He's looking forward to watching him wrestle the next couple of years. So, so um, but Luke can't wrestle on his laurels that uh, he has to keep getting better, keep getting stronger, number one. Uh, work on better technique because you know he can wrestle and he can and he's physical and he's uh, you know he's got the experience he's got the strength for sophomore and if he keeps lifting like he has been uh, and I expect uh, you know he's going to be strong but um, I always say that to, to be elite you have to have the best technique because good technique will always win over strength at some point so. Um, He's still got to keep continue developing that, and that's something I thought that uh, as the year progressed, he he'd get better in some areas. And there are some things too that uh, you know, just how he approaches matches and and how he you know wrestles during his matches and his mental state during the matches that uh, we keep working on. And I thought he did a lot better job at the end of the season. And I think uh, I thought he wrestled districts and state really well in that aspect. You know, there's a few things we talked about before each match, and I think he he did that the whole way through, basically districts on. and Partway through districts. I wouldn't say way, all the way. Yeah, was partway through districts, and then, you know, at state. And I think I think a lot of that had to, 
had to do with uh, how close he was with Pape there is that that difference in mentality there. Right, yeah, he, you know, and, and uh, he had an incident in, at districts that uh, mm -hmm. I had to have a conversation with him, and and uh, it was uh, it wasn't necessarily a nice conversation totally overall, <laughs> but uh, it was a conversation that needed to be happened, and and uh, I think he got the message, and and has Russell great since then, and uh, hopefully he sees that, and we'll continue that to discuss that throughout his career because uh you know if, if he can control uh that aspect he's going to be uh, pretty darn tough and get better technique and if he gets better technique no one's going to touch him so um anyhow going on uh <clears throat> now we have garrett um garrett rolled through the you know got a couple pins again you know, Added, extended his uh, school record of pins. I think he's up to 37 now. Um, you know, again, that's uh, thinking about the history of our program and and uh, that it, this record stood for this many years, uh, 30 some years. That uh, um, for him to break it is is quite amazing, and, and even extend it uh, a few, um, going undefeated up until the finals. I mean, uh, I, I know he's hurting after the finals and uh um, you know it's a tough loss especially that it, you know how it happened but um you know <laughs> uh, we, we had hopes going in that maybe we can you know we we're scouting we're watching film and saying hey you know this there may be some opportunities here or there but knowing that uh, the quality individual we had it, um it was going to be tough but uh until you until uh, Garrett stood right next to him just before they walked out, and they're they're in their singlets, getting ready to go through the smoke the smoking tunnel and everything. I'm looking at going, oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy is big. He's everything. Yeah, he's every talks about. Yeah, uh, when you're side by side like that, you know Garrett's barely 200, uh, eating full feed, and and uh, I'm sure this Grice is probably all 220, has some length and leverage and um rated number nine in the entire country <laughs> yeah and and uh so garrett has can't hold his head down i mean i know it's tough um state runner-up is probably the most difficult medal to earn it at state he's probably happier about his third place last year than he he left the building happier last year at third than he probably did today second and, and i know that by experience uh i was a state runner-up i and i got sixth year as a junior and I was much more happy about that sixth-place medal than I was about that second-place medal. But uh, uh, toughest medal to, to get at the state tournament. and you know. But uh, Garrett should hold his head high. And, um, you know, I teased him a little bit uh, as we on Friday night as we were getting – trying. He, he couldn't remember his uh, winning record, so and I was looking it up and um, adding up for him. I was like, man, freshman year, one and five? It says – you were bad, and he was, yeah, that was a forfeit too. And so, <laughs> so you know, he obviously came a long ways uh, in a short period of time, and and uh, you know, and I, if he was in almost any other class, he'd be a state. Well, any other class, he would have been a yep. state champ. Um, <laughs> think about it. We had one state champ in Class B. And it was Class A people that always say how tough Class A. It's better than B. Um, we would have had three state champs, and we were in Class A. Yep, because uh, Kale beat the state champion in in uh, Class A. Um, 
Luke Luke was dominating. Now Luke did lose to the state champ, but that was because Luke was dominating him nine to two, and the kid hit a twister. And uh, you know the twister is fairly easy to defend, but it's, if you don't, it's also very dangerous and get pinned. And that's what happened to Luke. And I don't think Luke falls for that one again. Yep. Um, but so Luke's dominating. You know the state champion in class a and and uh um you know we have nothing to compare it to other than uh as far as the state champ at 220 other than uh you know the kid had a couple losses and, and just how garrett's season went and everything and, um, and probably throw some common opponents somewhere i didn't look that deep into it but uh, uh looking at husker matt power rankings you know garrett was third before trumbull went up and since trumbull went up to 285 garrett would be a state champ at in class a i would say and a lot of years in class b or c or wherever uh, you know i compare garrett to guy a guy like uh, nick sather for us was a state champion and you know sometimes you just run into those guys that um unlucky draw that you got you know just a number nine ranked guy in the country there and and uh, um, another way to put that is um you know thinking football terms when they talk about star athletes Grice is a five-star athlete. Garrett's a three-star athlete, probably as far as wrestler goes. And three stars going to win a lot of state championships and and uh, do very well in, in a lot of places in college. And and I know Garrett was recruited by some college coaches and doesn't have any interest in wrestling in college. But uh, um, you know, if you got college coaches uh, wanting to talk to you and specifically pointing you out, um, you know, that's that's some good compliments. So. Um, you know, Garrett can hold his head high and, you know, he, again, he's part of that senior class that really brought, brought back, back the culture that, uh, we've had for so many years and want that, uh, and to where we want it and, and, um, also had a lot of success, um, and did a lot for our, our program. So, um, good, good, great career didn't end the way he wanted it, but, uh, again, he, he should hold his head up high that, um, yeah, he, you know he's did something well he came a long ways and and uh um, meant a lot to our program um then we get up to 285 uh, the big boys and um you know and jake steyer again he's he's one of the, those sophomores that uh, uh you know I, i'd say you know we had we had at least three sophomores i would say on our team that are kind of like jake were uh that are starters that are um, didn't do a lot of club or basically none, um, you know. And I mentioned uh, Hunter, the two hunters, Thompson and Anderson, in, in that group. You know, Jake's right in that group of uh, basically did some middle school wrestling, and now they're into high school and um, you know, and making big strides. Uh, you know, Jake had twenty eight wins. I mean, twenty eight wins. I, if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season he had twenty eight wins. You know, this year I'd t- I'd have took it and said that's that's absolutely fantastic for Jake and and uh, and here he is with 28 wins. Um, he wrestled at Nebraska City that just dominated him and pinned him at, at EMC duels and wrestled him real tough. Lost six to five, but um, got taken down late in the match that uh, uh, Jake was was winning. And I thought that man, we just might win this match. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, that Nebraska City kid's real tough. Um, finished fifth, uh, and and Jake. I mean, think about it, Jake was right there with the fifth place medalist. 
Um, so he's you know he's came a long ways and and he wrestled some other guys, other medalists like the Rawlson kid early in the year and I think to a point or so and um, so very doing very well. <coughs> and then after that match, he had the the Sydney kid. Um, <clears throat> and really would have had had he had beaten the city Sydney kid, he would have had that Scott kid again. So yeah, <coughs> um, you know I thought we had some chances with Sydney there too. Um, <clears throat> try to remember how that match went, but uh, um, he ended up getting pinned in it. Uh, and I think he ended up getting taken down and kind of ended up on his side and, and uh, had a difficult time, couldn't base out. And just the position he was in, and you know, like I said, those big boys, they get on top of you. Uh, you know, that Sydney kid just was 35 and 7, you know, great record like that. And, and, uh, uh, those big boys laying on top of you, it's, it's hard not to get pinned. You, you don't want to get there. But, uh, you know, it's certainly a great season again for Jake. Uh, and, again, like Hunter earlier, um, great to get this experience at State so that next year they can come back and, uh, you know, have that fire and drive to put some time in the off season to, to do the things that they need to do to, to get better and get some wins and, and earn a State medal. And, um you know, also the experience of being down here, knowing that hey, I I can compete, you know, with these guys, and and uh, you know sometimes you just need that first time down, and and a lot of times you'll see a guy that comes down and is competitive like like Jake, and the next year they come down and and break through and get a state medal, but uh, um, it's not going to be easy uh, for him next year to do it, but uh, it can be done, um, but also it's going to take some extra work to get there, so. Yes, that's kind of a wrap of our individuals, <clears throat> how the individuals did. Yeah, and then as a team, finished fourth. Um, we're kind of sort of right there in it most of the way through. Um, and then, you know, Friday night is usually when things get separated out. Um, <coughs> so I think after Friday, oh, yeah, Friday night, once that was done, we kind of knew we weren't going to be able to finish higher unless – Everybody fell flat on their face above us, um, and they didn't because they had a lot of studs there. Um, yeah, Omaha Scott, you know, they're. Um, I know they finished fourth in our district, but that, that's because of their depth. They they didn't have the depth, but they had the, the fire the firepower for a state tournament. You know, the, the individuals that were going to get state medals, and and we knew that going in that. Um, you know, don't count Scott out. I mean, everybody's counting them out because they got fourth in the districts. But district tournament and the state tournament are two different tournaments. Um, and uh, you you know, not only need depth, but you also you more. It's almost more important to get state medalists. Um, it's a, the number of state medalists that really make a difference. And you know, and Hastings are just. Uh, I mean, they're just too loaded, and and uh, uh, they'd really would have had to fall apart for for us to to pass them up and um and we you know and, and overall looking at the tournament um you know uh i thought that there's probably two or three matches that i'd like back to, to re-wrestle and see what happened and um you know when, when you look at the state tournament uh, i bet you there's every coach in the entire state would say uh, two or three matches or more mm-hmm. <laughs> they'd like back and, and uh you know, so I thought overall our kids, kids wrestled well. Um, you can't, you only can control what you can control. Um, 
you know, some of our guys, it's their first time down, great experience for those sophomores, um, you know, but realistically, they probably weren't going to go very far, um, you know, but other than that, you know, then there's, like I said, a couple matches we'd like to have over that just didn't go our way in certain situations. Um, Garing had a great tournament, uh, and they finished with 107 points, uh, you know, nine and a half ahead of us, uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, it's tough to beat, you know, they're, they're, you know, we beat them in the duels, the state duels. And obviously we, we talked about that, but they had a, a some, some of those guys in those lower to mid weights that are very tough state medals, caliber wrestlers and, and, uh, um, and a bunch of them. And that's, and that's what they had. And they, and they came in and, and, those guys did very well, and and that's where their strength was. And uh, they are again more of a state tournament team uh, than a dual team or district team or anything. And and I think they did real well in their district anyway. But uh, I think they won it also. But uh, um, you know, it was we would have had to uh, really wrestle out of our heads to 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 finish in second place. And you know, no reason why we couldn't have, but. Uh, uh, the nice thing is we got some young ones coming back and uh, take take a run at that again next year. And, and uh, um, you know, speaking of next year, got some very early um, some early thoughts on that. Uh, you know, looking at the top ten teams um, and and many of the top five returning point scores are probably right. There might some some after six, seven, eight, nine. Some of those uh, we'd have to see what other if there's other teams, uh, you know, I didn't have a whole time to go through all the class B, but uh, uh, returning state points. Uh, number one is Garing. Uh, they return 92 and a half state points. And, oh, and by the way, speaking going back to points, 98 points we scored. Um, last year we had one state with that. <laughs> so sometimes just, it's just a just, year. Just a year late on that one. But anyhow, so. Uh, no, so so yeah, still a, a great tournament for us. Just uh, not where we had hoped to be, and you know our goals are certainly a lot higher. And but uh, um, also again, as we keep talking, that's more fuel to the fire that we need to keep working hard and and uh, you know not just stop and wait until November uh, to start up again. But anyhow, Garing returns the most at ninety-two and a half, so they're going to be tough. But thing is, unless they get some transfers in, which last year they got about. Yeah. three or so transfers and um you know they, they they might who knows uh you know they're they're not going to score a lot more than that because and they'll score a little bit more because some of those guys will be a year older and finish a little higher but but after that they don't have the individuals uh you remember for the state duels you know some of their other weights um weren't very strong at all unless some major things happen there um you know they what they have returning as far as qualifiers is probably not going to change a, a lot. Uh, we come in at second. We're tied for second with Ralston uh, at 70 points returning. So, so Ralston's returning all of their points. <laughs> yep. They got everybody back. Uh, but they're a lot like Garing is as in what they had going to state is all they have. They, they don't have anybody, any depth at all. Um, so they're they're not going to score a whole lot. They're not going to have a lot of a lot more scores uh, there to add points on. So, um, you know, and with our seventy points coming back, and 
Um, you know, if we can, you know, guys like Jake uh, Steyer and Hunter Anderson that uh, been down there, now they score some more points. They didn't score any points. Um, they score some next year. And, you know, we got some young kids, uh, uh, again, like Hunter Thompson that, um, you know, and Connor Breck that uh, were wrestling up a weight class or two from what they really could wrestle uh, just because we had guys in front of them that were just – uh, they couldn't beat out and, um, you know, come down and score some points that, uh, you know, there's no reason to believe that we can't be in the running next year. Um, but after, you know, after us and Ralston, you could, that would be go down to fourth would be Beatrice. They, uh, they returned 63 and a half. Um, you know, they're a team that I'd say watch out for too. They, uh, they got some, uh, good depth, um, you know, that, uh, they might be a team, uh, to, to contend for a title next year to be aware of um, you know fifth you got Central City at 62 uh, again they're re returning everybody um, you know they're a team to, to watch for um, you know Aurora they're at six at 59 points they, they got some young kids too so uh, certainly some teams out there with uh, you know young kids to watch out for and and then you talk about the the top teams. Uh, we didn't mention Hastings. They returned 43 points. You know they they got hit by graduation pretty good. Uh, now they do have some some depth too. You know obviously with what they had as far as a dual team, they're going to have some kids that were JV that are pretty dang tough. So uh, I would say they they would be one of those teams that uh, might have to watch out for as far as state uh, title contenders, even though they're going to return only. Um, you know, 43 points. Um, then also, you looking at Scott, um, graduation's not kind to them. Uh, they're returning 24 and a half points, and um, I don't think they have too much depth uh, in their lineup, at least from what we saw after what their qualifiers were. Um, you know, that was their strength of their lineup, and then you got. They had some pretty big holes after that, and I'm I'm sure there's nobody out there that's uh, feeling sorry for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you, you know, run but, twenty some state championships, most people aren't. But feeling uh, too sorry. <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna have a uphill battle to be a contender, but uh, uh, you just never know what happens, I guess. Yep. Um, but right now, just just looking at the points are returning. Um, you know, we got we got a shot to come back and do very well, and and uh, um, hopefully uh, these these guys want to do the things they need to do, and and we'll talk about all that too. We've talked about to the kids, and and I'm sure you probably want to talk about it here too. What we need to do in the off season? To, yeah, I guess we get could just there. call that a wrap on state and use that to roll roll right into some of the off-season opportunities i know we we don't have all the details yet so you know more of a, a broad stroke kind of thing but <clears throat> you know obviously we talked a lot about you know working hard in the weight room and and, and getting your lifting in you know there's opportunities you know it, first of all if you're in a spring sport you know obviously you're going to be competing in that and there's been a lot of push nationally to uh, and talk about kids that are multi-sport athletes. Um, you know, in the end, being better, more round, well-rounded athletes. Uh, so, you know, doing your spring 
doing a spring sport is is not a bad thing at all as far as wrestling goes and same for you know fall sport and and the same goes for wrestling for other sports too um so you know you got your spring sports and you got lifting in the spring and the summer and fall opportunities um there yeah we uh, you know you know first of all i always want to tell when i talk to the kids and, and the first thing is if you're if you're planning on doing a spring sport and a fall sport and you know still do it we don't anything we talk about is we're not discouraging them from doing that stuff uh, they're young let's do it if you, if you want to if you but if you're not um, we need to take a look at making yourself better and, and uh, you talk about the multi-sport at, uh, athlete and how that makes them over overall better athlete um, you know you know that that's certainly true and and uh, you know when we start talking about freestyle and Greco that kind of applies here also in as far as helping develop their athleticism because um, freestyle and Greco are, are different than folk style. There, there are some differences. And, yeah, and yes, there's a lot of similarities. Um, You're still going to shoot a single, a double, when, and get a takedown. In freestyle, yes. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, it's, it, how do you compare those two? I would say, but there's a lot of different things, too. Uh, it would be like comparing um, baseball to softball. I mean, they're both, you run around bases, you have a bat, and you hit a ball. But, uh, you know, there's, there are differences um, in the two sports. Um, and and I mean, it'd probably be more like slow-pitch softball compared to baseball. You know, it's some differences there. But um, And then you start comparing high school wrestling to Greco, and that's probably like uh, wiffle ball compared to, <laughs> to baseball. But there's huge differences. And, um Still you know, gonna throw, guys. <laughs> you, you're still wearing a singlet. That's about how close it comes. You try pinning a guy, and that's that's about the extent of the the similarities there's, there. There's I mean, still same similar moves. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. I might be exaggerating slightly, but uh, you know, there's a lot of upper body stuff. But what the the freestyle does, you know, it, it helps helps you with you know, when you're talking about your takedowns and stuff like that. Yeah, that it helps really good in, in developing that aspect of your your. Uh, wrestling is in your takedowns um, you know so anybody needs to work on their takedowns they, they better really consider the freestyle and um, you know the Greco it, it helps develop your hand fighting skills and, and and sometimes you get into a throw in situation a guy's trying to throw you you, you know how to react much better and because I always laugh when 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 people it looks like they attempt to throw kale I mean it's <laughs> Like, dude, because uh, <laughs> a national champion Greco guy, and, and you know you, you're not going to throw him. If you do, yeah, yeah, kudos to you. But yep. uh, <clears throat> in fact, you probably end up getting tossed yourself if you try doing that. Well, there's, I guess, a really good example <clears throat> thinking about way back in way back in the past, might. But uh, you know, Andy. I'm thinking about was it his sophomore year? He had that Omaha North kid at at Ron Colley, who was like number one in Class <coughs> A, and you know, big big deal. And guy guy got in on like I think double unders and had him up in the air and looked like he was going to throw Andy. And Andy got a foot down on the ground and was able to react and and put him to his back. So one of those things that without Greco, you know, Andy might go to his you know be put on his back there. Yeah, and uh, to probably get into that a little more. Also, Andy was barely 100 pounds yep. dripping wet, 
And uh, this kid got the Omaha North scale to, to make weight that day. <laughs> um, that was two pounds every in the other scale, magically. And uh, he was cutting hard and returning state champ. So, yeah, a very, very tough pony. I, and I remember that the guy had a body lock and he had him up in the air. And I was just, my only thoughts were, do not hurt him, not throw him and hurt him. You know, I don't care if it's down 5 0. And, uh, but yeah, you're right. He, and he was able to, adjust uh make some adjustments and is able to get a foot down enough to hit a headlock and put him on his back and really change the match but a lot of that had to do with greco and you know so in some kids may get in that situation but um you know not only it helps you with a lot of those different techniques it also helps you with uh, you talk about the athleticism um you know that multi-sports can give you and uh, there's enough differences in here the crotch lifts and the gut wrenches and you know those are things i mean crotch lifts is, yeah you can hit some of those and folks down some of the you'll see some of the uh, guys who do freestyle hit them and and you don't score with them the same in in your when we talk folk style i guess should emphasize that that means our high school rules uh, but anyhow you, you hit that crotch lift yeah you don't score too like you do in in freestyle but uh, a lot of times it changes the position and it gives you some scramble and ability and um but in uh, uh, gut wrenches, you can't do those in your high school. You, that's locked hands. And but and, we've uh, modified <laughs> some of our moves similarly to use that technique that we you learn in with the gut wrench. Sure, so. it, it's one of those things that uh, one of our turns is actually call it a gut wrench finish. But uh, anyhow, it, it creates different uh, situations and scrambles and things like that that uh, continues to develop your athleticism and and. Uh, <clears throat> scrambling ability and so a lot of great things to it that uh, um and, and it's different i mean um you know it it's you get to learn different things and do different things that you know so you're less bored with you know we've been doing this stuff all year long for three months now now i gotta go and and learn some do the same things over well no there's a lot of different things that you do and so those are some things that really that were your freestyle and Greco help and um, you know I get a lot of questions um, you know mostly from parents what and some kids too what do we do to get better um, you know that's one of the top things we tell them is is to wrestle the freestyle Greco um, <clears throat> you know and as far as there's clubs around the area that do it we we do some stuff with that. Uh, uh, you know, we'll get some information out. What's what's going on? We don't have any details as far as w when those will start or where or what. Um, uh, you know, because we're normally we don't start that stuff until mid March. Uh, and we've got some time and get kids get to take a week off here and get a mental break. And uh, and then we're over the next week we'll we'll kind of plan on what we're going to do as far as all that goes and. Get all that stuff out and email to parents so it so they know and and uh, can ask questions then if, if you have questions. Uh, another question I get a lot is what camps can I go to? Um, that's probably one of the top questions I get. And and uh, you know there's any camp you can go to really, uh, but uh, my suggestion and recommendation is whatever camp we're going to, uh, that's where you should go. Number one because um, I mean, we're going to be there as coaches, um, and, 
and we're going there because we we believe that it's better for our our program and and our team and um and there's reasons behind all that and you know it depends on where we're going i we can explain it we don't know this year where we're going yet uh valentine's been a popular place for the last uh i don't know nine ten years maybe we've gone in a row and um they've had great clinicians and um you know we don't know if that's going to happen this year or not that's that's definitely higher on the radar uh, a lot depends on the clin the camp director whether he's continues this or not i mean he's had a few uh health things go on in the past but he just loves doing it and he loves our program and our team and and if if he can walk he'll do it <laughs> pretty much i mean what he went through last year and and they still put the camp on. I, it just amazes me sometimes. But uh, anyhow, so we'll figure all that camps. Um, as far as other camps uh, going on your own, um, you know, uh, to me, uh, there's you don't get a lot of bang for your buck out of those. Out of those. Um, it just depends on the kid too. You might get some kids that soak that stuff up, and it's and it's great. Um, but uh, the majority of the kids that go to those things, they, they go to the camp and and uh, they do whatever they show them and then they come back and they, they forget it all. And so how much money do you invest? In, and uh, uh, you might spend $300 for a camp that uh, they don't remember anything. They just remember how you know how much fun they had in the evening in the dorm rooms or whatever. And, um, you know, and I'm not saying that those aren't good experience. Anytime you you can get some wrestling in, you're gonna you're gonna benefit. It's just how much you get out of it, uh, you know, for what you're paying. Um, you know, we uh, the freestyle and Greco, that's all free to to the kids. The the workouts, the uh, the tournaments, that's gonna cost some money. You, you know, you you might pay twenty bucks to go to a tournament uh, each week, and uh, or and there's really not that many. Um, you know, and, and if you or qualify, go on some bigger tournaments, national tournaments, stuff like that. Obviously, that's going to cost a whole lot more money. Um, but uh, the return on your investment, in my opinion, at some of those, like going to Fargo, uh, is just tremendous um, compared to just going to, uh, let's say, a, a camp somewhere where somebody shows up and shows some technique and then leaves. Well, and even like as far as that return on investment, a lot of times I guess Fargo <clears throat> specifically um, for the kids that even have half a thought of of wrestling in, in college, or maybe it leads them to thinking about it, just competing throughout the freestyle and and going to Fargo. There's colleges, college coaches all over that tournament that are are watching. And you don't have to go out and win the tournament to get recognized with a coach. You know, you'll have college coaches coming up and, and asking us about them or, or seeing that, you know, that kids are willing to do extra stuff and, and do, you know, the hard tournaments like that. And uh, so it's, you know, if there's even half a thought, that's a, another, you know, you might get a little bit of scholarship money someday and that being the difference on it. So. Yeah, and that's, that's very true. Um, I remember Jake Smith, uh, <clears throat> when he got recruited, uh, that was a major thing. He, he didn't place um, at Fargo, but, uh, uh, you know, since he went there, he got recognized by a coach and ended up getting a Division One scholarship because he went there, just because he went there. And, and uh, again, he didn't place. So, uh, you know, some benefits there, but 
most important thing as far as development of the athletes right now um you know there's there's a lot of good things to go go along with that a lot of experience things too and you, um you, i guess we're talking about fargo the it's it's pretty expensive to go there and but uh, there's a lot that you get out of that I and mean, we talk about bang for your buck um when you go to fargo uh, there's a couple things first of all they they have a, a training camp beforehand um and actually even before that obviously you're you got to be training and you got to qualify for it by going to the state freestyle tournament and qualify there or, or through a regional tournament which you know you're so you're wrestling in some some quality tournaments um but also you're training up to that um then then they do have a training camp uh, that's usually about four days and you got the the best wrestlers in the entire state all in there all class um you can't ask for a better training uh, arena, you know, or, you know, camp to go to that you're um, not only necessarily learning technique, but also wrestling against and, and uh, competing against in practice, uh, training up for it. Now, then you go up to Fargo and you're wrestling uh, some of the elite kids in the country. And, and uh, now you're looking at, you know, um, at the event and, uh, just the experience, even if you go, I mean, 0-2 in freestyle and 0-2 in, in Greco, um, you've gotten four quality matches. Well, on top of that, you know, again, talking about the experience of the event, you go to Fargo, it's 23 mats. One of them's on a stage. You, it's in the in the dome there at North Dakota State. So you experience a big arena kind of atmosphere, and when you – when it comes down to the state tournament, the high school state tournament, it's you've been there. You you've been to the big arena, the big event, and it you know, it's not as daunting anymore. It's just another tournament, you know. Right. And all I gotta do is listen to uh Kale's interview and I think it was retweeted out there from any wrestle. I believe it was in that interview he talked about uh, you know, when they asked him about the the nerves or whatever, the pressure and he says, well, I've been on bigger stages before. Um, he hasn't been to Fargo, but uh, he's been, and that's probably the biggest stage in high school. But he's been on to other tournaments that are, that, uh, are very comparable to Fargo, and and, uh, and that didn't bother him then, you know, that uh, uh, because he's been on those big stages. So that yeah, those are some benefits there that you you experience those things, and all of a sudden uh, it's no big deal. Um, and I know to some uh, parents and even some people they say oh, going zero and four that's that's not a very good bang for your buck there. You know, we, you can go to, I don't know, somewhere else and you know, AAU uh, Grand Nationals and, and win and, and maybe win a few matches uh, against probably kids that weren't even state qualifiers. But anyhow, they, uh, you, you get more money. there. It's not about the wins. It's about the experience, um, you know, the, the camp leading up to it and, and uh, you know the the quality matches up there, and, and you know that's that's saying you go on four, but you might win a couple here or there. And, um, so, and you know, probably a little more we needed to go into depth on that. <laughs> but uh, uh, if someone's interested, in it, you know, I could certainly talk to them about that. And um, but it is a good price tag for that. And, and I know that Nebraska USA Wrestling is looking at different ways to uh, to help subsidize that. And and uh, uh, you know, with fundraisers and other things that to help keep the cost down, and so um, couldn't tell you what the price is at right uh, on that right now. 
and but uh, certainly um, you know it, it is is an investment um, but you can't beat the experience you know, when you're talking about wrestling if anyhow um, other than that we we usually do a summer league Rawson's hosted a summer league the last several years I, I always thought that was a great uh, um, you know summer thing for for our kids uh, that are wrestling it's a four days during June that we go uh, you get two matches um, I, I think it's best for uh, kind of the you know the, the kids coming into high school through the you know about average or above average kid or the above average kids you know um, it more the experience now you talk about an elite wrestler like kale or um, you know even AJ that um, yeah you can go down there and get a couple uh, nice little matches and, and pins but uh, is it going to benefit you a lot yeah not not a whole lot but it never hurts um, but it's pretty cheap so uh, and it's fun to uh, kids get together as a team, and and uh, we stop the Dairy Queen every every time. Now <laughs> it's kind of what tradition we have to do. Uh, ironically, ran into Brian Snyder, Nebraska's assistant wrestling coach, there one time at, at Dairy Queen, and and uh, so it's kind of fun to get together again with the kids over the summer, and and uh, it's pretty know. relaxed, and you know some of them. I don't think half of them don't have, aren't wearing a singlet or or more aren't wearing a singlet than are, but it's just a more relaxed atmosphere, and it's kind of part of that team bonding as, just as much as anything. And you do get two ma- two matches. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, throughout the month of June, you'll get eight matches. And usually, I, I you know, I'd like to see kids, if they can at, at all possible, um, get about – and this is probably a, a quote. I saw or read something, I believe it was – uh, Dan Gable, something I read an article once way back that he talked about. You know, what you're asking, what he recommended for high school kids to do in the off season and and try to get at least 20 matches in in some way or another. And um, you know, and and so that, that's eight matches towards that 20 goal. And and I would say, hey, that's a goal that if you really want to get show improvement and get better, uh, your goal should be about 20 matches in the off season. Uh, you get eight there. Uh, when we go to Valentine, uh, you know, we, we get about, uh, <clears throat> you know, and sometimes they're not the best quality matches, but sometimes they are. Uh, but uh, they'll, they'll get about uh, four to six matches there. Um, you know, we might end up at a different camp and get more, I don't know, or may get less, I don't know. But uh, then the others you try filling in with freestyle. And, and there's also some folk style opportunities, um, you know, might as well not forget about that. If, if you just don't want to do the folk style, I mean the freestyle, and um, there's a, there's a tournament almost every weekend we can get you into uh, from now until May uh, in, in folk style. Well, you got um, the state folk style tournament, the USA state folk style tournament that, you know, it's a big deal for the kids tournament, but they also have the high school division where you, you get – there's no class A, B, C, D there. It's all class. So you get there, you can get some real good matchups out of that too. Yeah, and that's one that uh, will we'll definitely be there. And, and when we talk about off-season competition, um, you know, when we start talking to kids, there's going to be certain tournaments we're going to be at, and and uh, we'll tell them. And <clears throat> they want to sign up, they sign up. And, and that's definitely one we'll be at, that USA State tournament. Uh, we're working that. Um, 
Another good opportunity uh, is the AAU state tournament. Um, that's one that qualifies you for certain different teams, <clears throat> Disney dual team, uh, and that's a uh, quality uh, national thing to go on. I wouldn't say as good as Fargo, but it's it's better than uh, sitting at home, you know, playing video games. Um, you know, so if you you want to get on some of those national teams that, that uh, you know that. Any, I guess, any national teams probably better talk to us. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's one with folk style, uh, and that's probably coming up in about three weeks or two, three weeks. Yeah, not two, but about three weeks, I believe. Um, you know, and and I may or may not be there. I, I'm trying to remember. I try. I don't have those dates put together yet. Um, but uh, uh, there's one of those I, I I'm at because we have a board meeting for the NSWCA, the, the coaches association that that I might be there. I know we have some, our club coaches are going to be there too, but, uh, you know, so we'll figure things out. But if you want to get on any national teams, definitely, definitely talk to, to me and we'll talk about those different national teams you can get on and uh, or uh, qualify for and what you got to do to do that. And so, um, anyhow, there's a lot of opportunities in the off season. You just got to talk with us. And, and a lot of it will also depend on where you're, um, ability level is. I mean, obviously, Kale's situation is going to, and even AJ's situation is going to be a lot different than, um, you know, just throwing out there Luke Woods. Uh, you know, he, he probably isn't going to go to Vegas to uh, wrestle in a U15 qualifier, but, uh, uh, you know, Kale and AJ may, may do that. But uh, I'll uh, see them. If they do, I'll see them there. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, so we'll, uh, uh, we'll steer guys in the right direction to where where their experience level is what you know if, if they they really want to do something i mean we'll, we'll help them out as much as we can and and uh but uh, again the off season it really comes down to the kids what they want to do and um you know i know we're probably going a little long here but you thought we didn't have much to go through okay <laughs> i could have told you this might be a little longer uh just you know real quick uh um you know, talking about the off season, and and I, I I've said this a million times, and I'll, I'll say it probably another dozen times before he graduates or even longer. You you, you got to look at Matthew Cohen, and uh, one of the things Matthew not only did is uh, uh, you know win 35 matches this year and score a lot of points for us. Uh, you know, he, he's what he did will also hopefully teach many kids that will impact our program for years um, what it takes and a great example you know we coaches can talk all we want about hey you need to do this you're going to get good uh, well prove it show me um, you know or they, they think oh, I was just coach talking you know uh, here, here's a real example. I mean, and we've had other kids in the past, uh, you know, Jonathan Curzon and, and other kids in the past, and you can even uh, and talk about uh, my our Josh, you know, and some of the things he did. But there's a lot of things you could talk about. But, but here's one that everybody right now sees, and, and uh, um, you know, he, he, his freshman year, uh, you know, it, not the – this is – not talking bad about him, but he was not very good wrestler, <laughs> yeah. and uh, needed a lot to work on. But he was willing to work and re- willing to do it. And he asked, wanted to know what to do. And I says, "Well, 
here's what you do. Uh, you know, we talked about the freestyle and the Greco, and, and you know what? He showed up to practice every day, and he got his butt whooped every single day. He kept coming back, getting his butt whooped every day. Um, you know, we went to some events. He would go 0-2. You know, he'd get his, his butt whooped again. Uh, he kept coming back. Um, you know, then the next season, uh, high school season, he comes out and and uh, has a very similar record to his freshman season. And uh, although the the record was deceiving because, and, and Matthew pointed this out to me one time too, is a lot of his wins his freshman year were forfeits at 106. That they were opens. And, and so... I think out of his 10 wins he had at that record or year or whatever, he had about eight of them were forfeits, so maybe two real wins. But his sophomore year, most of those were real wins, and but his record didn't really change a lot. And I, I remember his dad kind of asking me, what, uh, you know, I, I thought this would work, or why isn't this working? And I said, hey, you just got to be patient. God, it just doesn't happen overnight. And, and uh, so, you know, the next year, Matthew, same thing, he, he – he wouldn't give up. He'd go to the freestyle practice, get get whooped again, and go to a couple events and get whooped again. And, and just, and I'm thinking, man, this this poor kid, he's just going <laughs> to give up eventually. And but he didn't. He kept coming, and, and then then it comes around his junior year. All of a sudden, it's like he's starting to wrestle a lot better. You know, he he had a good junior year, um, not a great one. But a good one, and and you could you could or you could see that uh, progress is being made, but still a long ways. Um, still had a losing record, but it was close to five hundred, and and uh, you know so getting his junior year, same thing keeps. And I think kids start recognizing that and start saying, "Oh yeah, he is getting better." And so we had a couple more show up and uh, are recognizing that, and and uh, so he's going and and now he's starting to win here or there and but still getting whooped um you know and he went every day to freestyle practice for colby to beat on him and you know and, <laughs> uh but you know guess what he started uh, giving colby some matches once in a while there but and getting his senior year and and i mean just took off i mean 35 wins again and i and tribute that to to what he did in the off season and you know he, he bought into it 100 percent and and uh you know it showed um so i hope that those uh young kids that we talk about that um you know started late in their career uh you know you want to get better and one of the things i told matthew is freshman year um too that was that uh you know you're a freshman at 106 all these other guys are a lot of them are freshmen at 106. That if you want to you want to have success, you're gonna to have to pass them. You can't. You're just not gonna get old. They're just not gonna graduate and go away. They're mm-hmm. gonna be there your, your your sophomore year, your junior year, and your senior. Year. So you got to pass them up. And the only way is to outwork them and put the time in. And you know, and he did all that stuff. And um, that's why I say it. Uh, you know, Matthew means more. He'll, you know, what he's done, it means more not only now, but uh, it's going to continue on for the next several years and, and impact our program. But uh, So hopefully those younger kids can learn from that and, and uh, follow that example, and we'll have more of those type of success stories down the road. And we've had them in the past, but even more as we go on. 
Um, and that's all you, that goes with the experienced wrestlers too. The, you know, you want to, your goals, uh, you know, like Kale, let's say he's an undefeated state champ this year. You know, if he just says, Hey, you know what? I'm an undefeated state champ. I'm going to beat everybody all the time these next three years. So I'm going to kind of take it easy in the off season and, um, you know, play some video games cause that's fun. And, and, uh, you know, not go to practice time or two, um, I'll tell you what, there's going to be that Matthew Coe in his weight class somewhere working hard, uh, trying to catch him. And, uh, um, you know, and I know that's not Kale. Cause his goals are a lot higher. Um, but that's just an example. If you want to sit down, you want to take it easy and think that uh, you had some success, you're, you're going to be good all the time. Well, there's people out there working, trying to get better. And uh, so even the good guys got to keep working hard to, to stay ahead of everybody else. So, anyhow, that uh, hopefully explains everything. <laughs> explains thought. everything without the finer details of exactly when tournaments are or which camp, but all the or when we start all this stuff. But uh, yeah. again, that says that that all come out in the email because we got to figure those things out. We've been focusing on this high school season up yep. to this point, so um, we'll, we'll get that in the next week or two. You should probably in about a week to two weeks. You should expect an email if you're if you're one of the parents. If you're just a fan, yeah, you probably won't get one email. But, <laughs> uh, if you have any questions, always feel free to, to get a hold of me. And um, so, anyhow, we'll we'll get that out as far as more detailed information, timing, and all that. Yep. Um, I guess did you want to touch any on uh, the USA District Tournament in two weeks? that's happening at the high school yeah just real quick i guess uh i hadn't mentioned it to the kids at all so this might be a surprise to them surprise it, it you know again focusing on the high school season i knew that was coming and, I, and just never brought it up because anytime i talk to the group we're talking about what's going on um but uh um you know the usa district tournaments are for eighth grade and under um basically it's like a youth tournament uh we're going to be a host. I, I need to find out some more details, but uh, we're not actually running the tournament. The Omaha organization, which is the uh, Omaha Youth Organization of clubs in, in the area, that uh, they're running the tournament, but uh, um, they're they're hosting it at Bennington, uh, unless something's changed, I guess. But uh, I've been they're hosting at Bennington, and uh, still says it on the Nebraska USA website that. It's there. Well, I'm sure it is. I it wouldn't have changed, um, but I got to get in contact with them for some more details. But uh, from what I understand, um, you know, they're running the entire operation. Uh, but they asked us uh, for two things: if we can provide some help to set up mats, um, and also to run the tables, uh, and they'll give us some money for that. So it'll be a good fundraiser for us. Uh, um, it'll be pretty easy. It'll be easier than our club tournament. Um, as far as mat setups, we're not using our mats. Uh, they're bringing in trailers of mats, and it's just blank sections. Uh, instead of us trying to line things up and all that, we'll just lay a bunch of dolomers down and, and tape them up and be done. And, and uh, then they put down the, the circles. Uh, uh, you know, and, and these are basically blank mats with no circles on them. And so it's easy to – you don't have – like I said, you don't have to – figure out which mat is just lay them out so it goes real quick for us real easy 
Uh, and then, re- then we'll ask the kids to come back on the next day, just like our club tournament, run the, uh, run the tables. Um, you know, it's, uh, fairly easy. We'll, we'll provide some food for them. And since it's off season, maybe a few extra snacks. So, um, <clears throat> we'll take care of the guys and, and all that, but it, uh, it'll, it'll bring us in a decent amount of cash for our, our kids that, uh, help pay for a couple different camps for some guys. But, uh, again, the emails will come out later on that also when I get more details. Yep. Anything else that you got on your list to to go over? Nope, I think we covered it. Covered it more than enough. I, this looks like it maybe the second longest one ever. but uh, Maybe <laughs> hour and a half. I, we hit it quite a, a yeah, number of those to start the season or yeah. midway through. But we had a lot of good things to talk about, the state yep. tournament and then – even going into off-season stuff probably went in a lot of detail, that, more detail than needed, I guess. Oh, well. doesn't hurt anybody. You know, listen at one and a half speed, maybe. <laughs> they need it shortened. Well, I, that wraps up the season then. Um, as always, I say, you know, subscribe, rate, and review. But tell your friends and family, check it out. You know, if they want to re- you know, hear about the state tournament or, or go back into the archives and hear about the past you know the season throughout um you could definitely do that but i guess it's you know tune in next season um next uh, november <clears throat> for our next podcast season three i guess you could call it uh so till then see ya